I invite you into a conscious breath. It's good to sing together. I invite you into a conscious breath. We breathe all day automatically. But for this moment, be aware of that breath. Feel it. The air entering your body, holding it a moment, letting it go. Feel it releasing, leaving your lungs. Maybe your body lets, lets go a little bit. There's no, one, there's no one right way to do this, and there's no wrong way to do this. However you breathe, allow breathing just to happen. We come into our bodies, come back to our body again and again with our breath. And now I invite you to look around this room. Look around your house if you're on Zoom. Notice each other, notice what's around. Look at each other, smile behind your mask. In the little square of Zoom, nod, wave. Take in this moment of being right here, right now. Notice the place you are sitting, the colors, the fabric. Here in the sanctuary, notice the chairs, the green, the flecks of yellow and blue. Notice the wood, notice the sunflowers, the national flower of Ukraine. Notice the light in this room. And what are the sounds that go with these sights, with these breaths? Cars going by, birds, the creak of the wood, a cough, a toy, the sound of a pen across paper, the sound of my voice, children, pets, and the smells, the smell of your breath behind your mask. I know, but we're all there with it. We are. <laughs> the smell of the heat, the smell of breakfast, maybe, or coffee, the smell of morning air. And now notice how your body feels. What is it touching? Notice where your legs meet the chair or wherever it is you're sitting. Are both feet on the floor or is another position better for your body in this moment? And what might that be? I invite you to shift and move and find that now. Be comfortable. Notice where your toes are inside your socks or shoes. And notice if there's any physical discomfort or any place that could be looser or softer in your body. You can use your breath if you want to breathe into those particular places. And then as you exhale, let those sensations release. Just notice, just breathe. And then Maybe you want to place a hand on your heart or on your wrist or your neck where you can feel your heart beat. Yes, feel your heartbeat. You are here. You are present. You are alive. And offer some gratitude for this life, for these sensations for this experience, for where you are right now. 
for anything you can think of to be grateful for. Be grateful. Joy Harjo, for calling the spirit back from wandering the earth in its human feet. Put down that bag of potato chips, that white bread, that bottle of pop. Turn off that cell phone, computer, and remote control. Open the door and then close it behind you. Take a breath offered by friendly winds. They travel the earth, gathering essences of plants to clean. Give it back with gratitude. If you sing it, it will give your spirit lift to fly to the stars, ears, and back. Acknowledge this earth who has cared for you since you were a dream planting itself precisely within your parents' desire. Let your moccasin feet take you to the encampment of the guardians who have known you before time, who will be there after time. They sit before the fire that has been there without time. Let the earth stabilize your post-colonial jitters. Be respectful of the small insects, birds, and animal people who accompany you. Ask their forgiveness for the harm we humans have brought down upon them. And don't worry. The heart knows the way, though there may be high-rises, interstates, checkpoints, armed soldiers, massacres, wars, and those who will despise you because they despise themselves. The journey might take you a few hours, a day, a year, a few years, a hundred, a thousand, or even more. Watch your mind. Without training, your mind might run away and leave your heart for the immense human feast set by the thieves of time. Do not hold regrets. When you find your way to the circle, to the fire kept burning by the keepers of your soul, you will be welcomed. You must clean yourself with cedar, sage, or other healing plant. Cut the ties you have to failure and to shame. Let go the pain you are holding in your mind, your shoulders, your heart, all the way to your feet. Let go the pain of your ancestors to make way for those who are heading in our direction. Ask for forgiveness. Call upon the help of those who love you. These helpers take many forms, animals, element, bird, angel, saint, stone, or ancestor. Call your spirit back. It may be caught in corners and creases of shame, judgment, and human abuse. You must call it in a way that your spirit will want to return. Speak to it as you would to a beloved child. Welcome your spirit back from its wandering. It may return in pieces, in tatters. Gather them together. They will be happy to be found. 
after being lost for so long. And your spirit will need to sleep a while after it is bathed and given clean clothes. Now you can have a party. Invite everyone you know who loves and supports you. Keep room for those who have no place else to go. Make a giveaway and remember, keep the speeches short. Then you must do this. Help the next person find their way through the dark. I have few words of my own today, my friends, but so much emotion. I remind you of a process that I have preached about before that helps us come back to life. I love this phrase, coming back to life, because it can be taken a few different ways. Coming back to life as though we have died already and are resurrected or reborn. Coming back to life as though we stepped away from life for a while and forgot and are coming back to it just now. Coming back to life as though life moved away from us for a while. Maybe all are true. It doesn't require a physical death, only a forgetting of hope, a disconnection of relationship, a severing of ties to someone or something or some place, an out of balance and perhaps disrespectful relationship with the earth, maybe even a forgetting who we are or want to be, a hardening of our shell, protecting ourselves from pain. Coming back to life requests that we let ourselves be tender, to let our hearts break, to feel what we feel, to feel something, anything, lets us know that we are still human, that we still care, that we are still alive. Coming back to life requires our gratitude. It requires that we honor our pain for the world, to hold our joy and our sorrow, and to trust others to help us hold that also, and to be willing as we are able to reciprocate that. Coming back to life requires us to go deeper into who we are and into our very existence, to have a deeper and different relationship with earth, to be willing to suspend ordinary reality in order to open ourselves up to a greater truth, a larger love, that heaven is what we make it here on earth in this place every day. Coming back to life is a spiral toward and into what reconnects us to what life truly is. It reconnects us to a life-sustaining civilization where all may flourish. It leads us to a circle that leads us to our own wholeness and makes us want that for everyone. It then requires that we widen the circle of wholeness into larger and larger circles to welcome refugees from Afghanistan to actively, actively work to be anti-racist and to be powerful allies for people of color and those in the LGBT community, for those with disabilities. And all of those I just named 
are in this church. We are not just talking about people out there. We are those folks and we draw the circle beyond ourselves to include those we don't yet know. So I really hope you take this and ponder it in your heart, practice it, remember it when you need to remember who you are and what is, and when you need to remember what is really truly important. Four things, gratitude, honoring your pain for the world, seeing with new and ancient eyes, and then from that going forth. We know what our actions should be then, and we can begin again with the spiral into gratitude. This will be important in the days and years to come. Like many of you, I imagine, I've been distraught over the recent invasion of Ukraine. I recall the before and after pictures of Syria. I can only imagine that this may be similar. We don't like to think about it, but January 6th made us very aware that something like that could happen. We will need to remember what is important, and that means doing our own personal and spiritual work now. How many of you have seen the movie, Don't Look Up? So this is a spoiler alert warning. <laughs> so just know that. At the end of the movie, when an asteroid is about to hit the Earth, a small group of people with loose connections come together around a dinner table. They talk, they laugh, they share, they hold hands. They are together for the end of life as they know it. And that's what's important. And they pray. Robin Tanner writes, pray. To be brave when fear is catching you. Pray, we, we have to be brave because of the children. She is clear-eyed, flushed, and leaning against a steel column in a subway station, one child sleeping against her leg, the older boy staring, round brown eyes fixed on his resolute, rosy-cheeked mother. Pray to be clear to speak truth. She offers sunflower seeds to the Russian soldier before she curses him. She reminds him that he will die for a dictator who asks him to betray their humanity. Before she curses, she levels her eyes to this young man to remind him she could be his grandmother. She is unarmed and ready to fight. Take this truth. If you will die here, remember the flowers will grow again. Pray to endure when the waves crash over your head. My grandmother's hands, Ukrainian hands, along with a slim cigarette, even as she moved the hand mixer and sipped cold coffee. My not understanding the meaning of chocolate cake with raspberry sauce until this moment, staring generations forward at the rosy-cheeked mother. The weary lines that hit a world war and the endurance in the ocean of grief to mix, bake, find life in depression. Pray to resist, even if your name will never matter. 
ordinary people under a fascist, ordinary people who in a moment grabbed a coat, made a sign, and stood in public places knowing they will disappear, die without fame or name, and who resist because someday they will say, not all the people were silent. Pray to love enough to cry and kiss the head of your child, filling their pockets with sunflower seeds as they board the last bus out of town. Hands pressed to windows as one last ritual of love. Because we know we may not see the sunrise, but someday when the sunflowers bloom, they will return to harvest seeds again, to feel the warmth of the sun and to sit quietly before arching open bursts of yellow that mark the memory and prophecy. We have to be brave because of the children. Pray for peace, yes. Pray for truth also. Pray for endurance, amen. Pray for resistance. Pray to remember that love that can never be bombed, obliterated, or silenced. The children, the flowers, and the sun return. Robin Tanner. As we remember how to come back to real and true life, may we remember that we are made for connection and joy, and that resistance to all that would separate us from our humanity and from connection to each other and all of life, resisting that separation is the secret to joy. Blessed be and amen.